Welcome to Akira Minute. I'm Richard Dunham from DunhamRC.com. And I'm Jack Stovold from TheApeCast.Libson.com. And I'm Sam Stovold from MarvelStarWarsExplorers.com. And I'm Phil Dunham from MeetSpace. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Phil, for uh, coming back on this glorious Tuesday. This is Akira Minute, the first English language podcast examining all facets of the 1988 landmark anime movie akira and we're doing it one minute at a time it's fun how you guys have to put in that qualifier there english language <laughs> yeah so there i noticed that too so there's like a hundred uh japanese language or maybe there's uh some spanish ones there is one german one yes really uh, yes yes akira accurate uh, is what it's called. You can find it at akira-akurat, A-K-K-U-R-A-T dot D-E. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah. So shout out to those guys. Shout out to those guys. Yes. And of course, as always, shout out to Star Wars Minute, who gave us this format and the inspiration for doing this. To your knowledge, are the uh, the German Akira Minute guys aware of what you're doing? I don't think so, but... I'm barely aware of what we're doing, Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be a regular capsules and clowns battle here. <laughs> Wait, who are we the clowns? Are you guys the clowns or the capsules? Uh, I'm probably a clown. You guys have stood in my way long enough. I'm going to clown college. <laughs> we should see if, uh, if they speak English. It'd be fun to get them on as guests yeah, it would be at some fun, point. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. must speak English. Oh, lots of Germans do. Yeah, we can have basically, uh, we can just talk about dark. <laughs> I, I i'm down man just, <laughs> i just finished it two days ago but uh this is not a dark podcast no i'm well i mean we'll see yeah we'll see how thematically it's dark thematically yes. it is dark yeah speaking of the uh, dark themes Darkness. we're talking about minute seven today which starts brightly with Kaneda's smile so not that dark at all <laughs> although it ends with double vision so <laughs> that sounds like it could be dark that can't be dark. I mean, if you're seeing it twice, it's twice as bright, right? I'm seeing double. Four visions. <laughs> Four sidewalks. Four alleys. <laughs> Full of trash. That's right. We've got a lot of... Well, we'll have more uh, trash talk in upcoming minutes. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wednesday. Can't wait. But uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's focus on minute seven for now. Let's jump in. We got more sparks from the... Uh... The ceramic rotor drives. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks so cool. I love it. That was my first first thing I wrote down for this minute. It was just, oh, that electricity. It's so... Oh, it's bitching. It is. <laughs> <laughs> is that how they describe it in the uh, Blu-ray subtitle track? <laughs> it is bitching, yeah. Everyone says bitching all the time in the, in the subs. <laughs> hey, it was the 80s. It was the 80s. <laughs> It's a bitchin' ride, Tetsuo. It's a bitchin' time. They are totally gleaming the cube here. <laughs> uh, and then we, we get the uh, speedometers on the, yeah. both of their cycles to see how fast they're going. And it looks like it's they're both speeding up at the... Like, you see the clown guy go up to 148, and then Canada starts at 148 and goes up from there. Yeah, they're playing chicken, basically. 
So did Canada start off in the bar? Like, how did this... I, I wasn't here for the first week. How did this start off? Did he go have to go around somewhere to come at them from this other direction? <laughs> I've to always... set up this game of chicken? Like, how far did he have to drive to get... I've always thought about, like, how... How do they all know where each other is and where are they coming from? It's it's pretty crazy the amount of coordination that they managed to do by just Yamagata running into the bar and saying like, "Hey, clowns are heading out." <laughs> uh, what does he say? Route five or something? Yeah, yeah. He okay. walks into the bar and says, "Hey, the clowns are in Route five. So I don't know why. Does the laser satellite double as a GPS for them all? <laughs> I was wondering if maybe like Canada is cutting through the crater and he likes going down one side of it and up the like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right because they are uh heading into the old city mm-hmm. kyushi guy yes it's West. the truth canada yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> there it is so for our uh for our non-german <laughs> listeners 148 <laughs> Uh, kilometers per hour is 92 miles per hour. I just did that same calculation myself. (laughs) In my note, I have 153 kilometers per hour equals 95 miles per hour. So we're looking at the top and bottom. That's the whole range right there. That's right. They're going fast. Going too fast. Going too fast. Gonna crash. (laughs) So the clown guy wipes out sort of like that other doofus uh, who was trying to play chicken with uh, uh, Kevin Bacon in Footloose. The other famous game of chicken in cinema history. Yeah, that's these two. I always think of Goldfinger when he's going down the alley, and then. <laughs> but right. isn't he like driving towards a mirror or something like that? It's revealed. <laughs> Anyways, uh, just thinking of another long. famous chicken scene. It's been too long since I've seen Goldfinger. Always, but I I, I remember that now. <laughs> it's one of the. First of many sequences in that movie where he loses consciousness and wakes up captured somewhere else. <laughs> it's classic Bond strategy. <laughs> yeah, he knows what he's doing. Have you have you ever? This is going off the tangent. Have you ever read the book Goldfinger? Goldfinger, I have. It's like a th- at least a third of the book is a golf game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's- Ian Fleming was a weird guy. To see, like, loose consciousness at the end of the golf <laughs> round and <laughs> wake up in another part of the world. <laughs> yeah, he just uh, falls asleep from boredom. <laughs> <laughs> so this, is this a park next to the uh, to the highway? We saw those two, we talked about those two mo- capsules. Coming out of the bushes. Jump out from the bushes, but is this just like a, a green median or is this like a park? There's like steps up onto it from the freeway. I didn't see the steps. Um, or the highway, I should Yeah, say. it's elevated, isn't it? It's yeah. like an elevated highway. So it's got to be like just green. I assume it's just like greenery. So like in downtown Seattle, they have those like, you know, boxes of plants hanging off of the, the Yeah, um, I, I always thought of it as like a median yeah. thing, even though they don't really have those in Japan usually. This is Neo. Um, this is Neo. <laughs> yeah. Although it is like going into the old city, so I don't see why they would be maintaining it, but it's just it's just wild. Wild greenery. Yeah. It's an English garden. But the, so this guy wipe the clown guy wipes out and then we see the shot of Kaneda, which I feel like we see multiple times in this movie where he like skids out. It looks so cool. 
Well, that's a that's yeah. an iconic shot. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say that is the money shot. I think as far as like kind of yeah. bike shots go. Yeah, but doesn't he do that like when he's toward later on in the movie when he comes to the stadium? Yeah, like, he's got yeah. like the. There's probably yeah. variations of. I feel like that's the one. Whenever you see some sort of montage or something, people talking about Akira, it's like this shot though of him. Yeah, skidding to a stop. Yeah, this is the B roll. <laughs> <laughs> It's badass. Or, yeah, you read an article on a cinema website, and this is always the picture they use for yep. the, the title. Yeah, so I felt honored to, to get to be here for this this, for this money thing, shot yeah. of Canada skidding to a stop. Yeah. <laughs> it is a great honor. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. He pulls off the mono <laughs> monocolor um, look way better than Tetsuo. I mean, his bike yeah. is so much more badass. Yeah, I mean, it's red. It's not turquoise. Yeah, it's yeah, sort of like very cool color. This is like red hot. I don't know, like scrubs blue, almost as the the color. Yeah, <laughs> Tetsuo's yeah. got going on. <laughs> yeah. Well, he winds up in a medical yeah. facility later. So yeah, yeah. It's it's ma- matches his over. It's probably it's honestly, it's probably, gown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> want to keep them in the same color the whole movie, so it's easy to to track them between. Or I don't know, maybe there's some color theory aspect to it. I'm sure. Yeah. What do reds and blues mean, guys? Right at that at, at the end when he tries to be a badass that's when he Has takes that red, red cape, cape. so right. he's trying to trying to get some of that Canada energy that's but... right and then he Aniki. turns fleshy and red in that regard yes when he becomes a writhing <laughs> mass of something <laughs> <laughs> when they peel out they get this effect of the the trail of the their brake lights which I think was you was that used in the first five minutes? Week it was, yes. yeah, a yeah. lot. That, I mean, that just burned into my brain. It's like this is one of the coolest things I've ever seen when yeah. I first saw that. Absolutely. It is, yeah. It's not even a particularly exciting moment that you see it super prominently in this. It's just basically where the cops are coming and they run off. Yeah, but it looks so cool. <laughs> like it's just, <laughs> I don't know. Like seeing this movie as a kid, it was. I don't know, those, like the way those lights looked was like, oh god, this is something special. Because I, you know, been uh, I don't know how much you've talked about early days watching anime on here, Jack. But you know, we were always hunting for animes at the video store, and it was like wildly varying quality between them. And then you see something like yeah. this, which Jack, you you knew what it was. I didn't really know. You're like, this is supposed to be good. And I think content-wise, a lot of it was beyond me at the time. But visually, it was like, oh my god, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, yeah. same. When I saw it, it was like, uh, so yeah, so let's get what... quite a leap above from like the time Etranger or whatever they had at Hollywood Video. Hey, hey, and Go Shogun, that shit was cool. I love it. How old were you guys when you first saw it? Like, when was this? I want to say like what ninety seven or something, probably. Ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Uh, that sounds about right. I was in middle school and I was watching a lot of the a lot of this anime, and I was I, I was even kind of late. To, I mean, you know, I was young, but I, was, I definitely didn't like see this when it came out. It was it was already like just this established legendary thing, and yeah, yeah. It's like we were just getting into anime, and it's like you you read about it. It's like, well, Akira. That's the that's the big one. That's the big boy that you got to see. Yeah, I mean, do. Is that still true? I have to say that I was in uh, at work. We have these different Slack channels, and there's an anime Slack channel that I was invited to, and I was talking to someone 
It's like, hey, you're not in the anime channel anymore. I'm like, oh, I don't really know what you guys are talking about. I watched earlier anime like uh, Akira, and this person had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> I mean, like, I brought up Robotech. Like, Robotech was like my. I watch that show all the time. I love that. But I'm not surprised that people haven't heard of that in anime circles. A little surprised, but more surprised that like people haven't heard of Akira. It's like. You should at least be, like, aware of it, I would think. If you haven't seen it, you should be just like, oh, yeah, that's like that thing that the old people always say is really cool. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but so, to not even be aware of it, that seems wrong. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like these uh, Lil Pump and Takeshi 6 9 fans ragging on Tupac and Biggie, you know? Like, that's old people shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I, for some reason, I had this impression that I saw this in high school, but it didn't come out until December of 89. Do you remember, Phil, like exactly where you first saw it? That's a great question. I was trying to remember, and it's something that I feel like I've always known about it. I can't remember when I first saw it. It might have been, it may be a Doc Films. If, if I'd, I was trying to remember if I'd ever seen it in the theater before we saw it. What was that, last year or something? Yeah. But I don't think so. I may have just rented it at some point. Uh, that's what college. I remember. Yeah, I remember renting it, but for some reason, I, I, you know, I assumed that it was in high school, but it didn't come out until after, like, six months after we graduated. So I must have rented it in in college. Yeah, but yeah, I don't remember I ever the, like the first mechanics. time. I, yeah, I don't remember the first time watching it. To be honest, I do remember. I think Jack, when you and I were watching it for the first time, we had rented it. We were just like watching it in the back room, and I remember our dad coming in. <laughs> just sort of standing in the doorway and watching it for a moment. It was like the scene getting towards the end where like uh, the colonel's disbanded the council and Nezu is like packing up all his paper and money into this briefcase and he's like slamming down like these handfuls of pills and then like basically like dies in this alley. And I remember that. And I just remember him <laughs> saying that? something like, oh, if mom knew you guys were watching this, she would shut you down like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. So always stuck. I can't help but think about it every time I get to that scene. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably talk about that on that week. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm sure it'll come up. Yeah, it's, it's a favorite memory of mine, though. Yeah, it was always a little... It's just like, what the hell are you guys watching? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a similar experience, like, a couple of years later, I was seeing it with a friend. Uh, we were still very young, and we were seeing it in theaters, and his mom had to drive him and his younger sister and me to go see it. It was like this double feature. And the first movie I remember was like some sort of like poppy. It was like a movie based on a popular franchise. I don't even remember what it was anymore. Some variation on giant robot fun stuff. And it was like, all right, whatever. And then it was over and it was like, all right, here we get time to get to the good shit. But you could just like clearly see her the whole time. It's just like nice pleasant very suburban mom type just sitting through akira and after it was over she was like what what was that? <laughs> like, what did you guys make me watch <laughs> oh that poor woman yeah she's uh she was a saint <laughs> yeah i might have seen yeah. it in the theater like when i was living in seattle and grad school like in the mid 90s i might have seen it at the varsity like in the university district but I remember being excited when a remastered with new English DVD came out, probably in like '99 or 2000. Yeah, being excited for that. You know those heady days of like the DVD to come out on DVD. Oh my god! Yeah, that's the DVD I watched yesterday. Is that right around that time that release? Yeah, it's got a sexy menu screen for a DVD that old. I'll tell you. 
I remember the packaging <laughs> being very nice. Yeah, I kind of like raised foil Akira lettering on it. Yeah, with the katakana over, which they always have in American things, but ironically, never in I've never seen it in Japanese promotional materials. <laughs> it's kind of a holdover of like in the eighties, where it's like it's foreign, it's Japanese, yeah. it's exotic, <laughs> Japanimation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just so you know, you're not just watching some. It's not like a Ralph Bakshi or some shit like that. This is <laughs> this is real. This ain't your daddy's cartoon show. <laughs> but yeah, as far as this minute goes, we, we talked about a little bit about the um, the soundtrack yesterday on Monday, mm-hmm. and uh, this, I mean it could be my last time, so I got to talk a little bit about this track that's mostly playing during this sequence, which is "Battle Against Clown." Oh yeah, that's the name and of the track. Battle against yeah, mm-hmm. battle against clown. Yeah, so yeah, the soundtrack actually, it's 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 kind of weird actually. Me being on this podcast, I hope I don't offend some people that are bigger diehards of the film. But I'm like, my connection with Akira is more with the comics and with the soundtrack, and then the movie is like third. I still love the movie, but like, yeah, as far as the soundtrack goes, like I, I mean, I'm sure Jack's got me beat, but I've listened to it a million times. And uh, Battle Against Clown. Jack, I didn't even realize that you'd never read those comics. But I was going to go on this whole tirade about how the, the song actually like matches the storyline between the capsules and the clowns better from the comics than it does from the movies. <laughs> Do tell. Well, because when, you, when it first shows the clown gang, like yesterday, Monday, and it's like him with his arms crossed, and you hear that, that, duh, duh, duh. <gasps> and it's like, so you sort of get the sense that that sound... Even though it plays all throughout the rest of the movie, within that track, that feels like it's like, this is the theme of the clown gang. Totally. And then you have the uh, Kanada's theme, which sort of is like the capsule gang, and that's... Interwoven. What we also heard at the beginning of Yesterday's Minutes, where it's like, but that is it the ga- Gamelin? Gamel- I don't... Gamelin, yeah. Gamelin, yeah. So it's that kind of really distinctive instrument that you hear all over the soundtrack of this that sounds kind of like... I don't even know what it looks like, but it sounds like kind of like wood wood pipes that people are uh striking drumming on yeah and that's so that's like Canada's theme and like the whole cool thing about the song and the soundtrack is that it really is like a battle it is a battle against these two themes because like it keeps cutting in with like that heavy breathing sound and then it'll go back to the the gamelin and like they keep banging against each other like you hear like yep quicker and quicker and it like really feels like a fight but Towards the end of the song, like they actually finally like join together, and there there becomes like this peace, and you can hear the songs. It's no longer a battle against clown anymore. It's like the the two gangs have come together, and that's like a whole aspect in the end of the comic. Spoilers, Jack. Where I I, I know this. <laughs> okay, where the, yeah, the clown gang and the capsule gang finally do unite in like the the cool ruined Neo Tokyo. This is like the beginnings of the. What is it? The Neo Tokyo Empire or something? Something like that. God, it's been a while. Yeah. It's another one of those things that they like sort of touch on in the movie where it's like, after you've read the comic, it's like, holy shit. How could they relegate like this one character to like <laughs> no lines of dialogue or whatever? But any- yeah, anyways, just, I don't know. There's, this whole soundtrack is so amazing. And like specifically Battle Against Clown, I've always thought, especially having read the comic, it feels, I don't know. Do you know much about the creation of the soundtrack? Was it something where they basically the guy was working off the comic more than the movie because it's not like the soundtrack ever matches too much what's on screen. They always just sort of pull bits and pieces for like various segments. My understanding is it's pretty unique. I don't think the guy in charge of Gano Yamashirogumi 
Mr. Yamashiro. That is his real name, which it isn't. It's a stage name. Mm. But um, <laughs> he was kind of given carte blanche with it. And I don't think he'd even seen the movie, really. He just They gave him information about the movie and said, just make another one of your albums and we'll use what you give us in the movie, basically. It sounds like that, because especially once you're familiar with the soundtrack, you can hear them just... It's like, oh, we'll just take this 15-second chunk from one of the songs yep. towards the end, and we'll put it in this yep. brief sequence, and it doesn't feel like a score that was made to match like what's happening on screen. It's not. It's just like, let's take some music, and and it does give it this really interesting vibe, because it just feels like there's music playing during the movie. Yeah. And I, that, I think that's one of the things that, that sticks with you, even if you're not paying that close attention to the soundtrack, is it just gives the whole thing this really strange vibe. Yeah, it's not like any other soundtrack ever. Mm -hmm. it, and it feels like it's from another planet, almost, or something. Yeah, that's yeah. it's weird when actually there is a song that's on the soundtrack that sounds almost kind of conventional or something, and it's... Because the rest of it, yeah, it's just feeling very... It's, it's its own thing. I've never listened to any other albums by the guy. I didn't know he just did music. I have listened to most of their other albums once, and um, they, they do a lot of different things, but some of the albums do sound... A lot like Akira music, which is pretty dope. So it's a band, or is it a one dude it's composer? Like, it's like this one guy who is actually a neurosurgeon as well, I think. But um, it's it's like a collective. And and he also fought crime at night, or yeah, like, yeah. It's Buck Rubanda made the soundtrack. Is what you're saying? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's a, it's like a big collective of musicians, basically. And it's not always the same people, but it's like dozens of people. And a lot of it is um, inspired by Buddhist sutras and chants and stuff like that as well. But they do all sorts of... They did like a European-themed album and stuff, too. There's, they're doing a lot of crazy things. Mm -hmm. I gotta check out some of that. Yeah, it's good. It seems like uh, kind of like a Dead Can Dance or something like that, where kinda. the albums don't, don't really feel like they're necessarily the same thing but they're all kind of otherworldly and yes it's like that cool sweet so i'm looking at the dashboards on these bicycles these motorbikes does canada have a cd player on his <laughs> he's playing he's playing battle playing against <laughs> <laughs> this is diegetic music it's diegetic, yeah. yeah he's playing it's the soundtrack's coming from his He's got monster speakers on there. Well, they're they're both playing it, and it, that's what that's the sound of <laughs> the battle. The battle is. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, the clowns are playing battle against clown, and Canada is playing Canada. <laughs> yeah. There's a cut scene that's a rap battle between them. Yeah. Oh God, I want to see it. <laughs> Some of the other clowns are playing ICP, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, is this the last minute that we get to see this clown? I think it is. My God, you're you're right. Ever in the movie, isn't he? I mean, he doesn't he come back? No, I don't think he does. I think that's these two minutes. That's it. He's in the movie <laughs> for two minutes. It's insane. Doesn't uh, Tetsuo take over the clown gang? Isn't he come back then? Do we not see him then? I think he I might be thinking about comics. Yeah, yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure this is it for Mister Clown. Fashion. If it is, I like his. Damn them. I like his pants. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was just looking at his pants. I was scrubbing <laughs> through it. Nice. And his big, shoes. He's got like that. Big floppy clown super shoes. High top. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're clown shoes, basically. <laughs> Man, how did. So we know that he's going like 95 miles an hour at least 
This is, I mean, no I guess we've seen what happens when, like, a, a giant metal pipe hits him in the shoulder, but how do you just, like, he, like, skids on his arm, like his bare arm. Uh, he's oh, yeah, hardcore. That's, <laughs> that's the gonna hurt man. come winter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is the drugs, like, I, th- I mean, I thought he was a clown gang, not the capsule gang. Yeah. <laughs> Peanuts. Laughter is the best medicine. <laughs> <laughs> And so the guy, the guys that come up to who comes up to Kaneda after this, there's Tetsuo, and then the guy with the mace. Is this the same guy? No, that's, that's Yamagato, right? It's a different guy with the mace because the other guy was jumped off the sidecar that had that giant. Pipe. Yeah, so yeah. It's a different guy. So this is a. We saw this guy use his pipe uh, last week. Yeah, this is Yamagata. So you can see his his uh, Rising Sun and Mount Fuji sticker on his bike. Yeah. He's got the same thing on his, you can't really see oh, it, but yeah, it's also on it. his shirt. Got it. Yeah. yeah. He also has the sort of chachi uh, sweatshirt with the sleeves cut off as a vest. I think it goes, if you're going to be, if you're going to be, if the... you're going to be using one of those pipes. <laughs> oh, I got, oh, okay. See, that's, that's the <laughs> yeah, uniform they come in a kit. of the yeah. pipe squad. Yeah. 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 The pipe squad. Yeah. The javelin. Yeah. Pipe squad that was <laughs> taken over by the capsules. They took it from Mario and Luigi. Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario. Yeah, more more plumbing uh, more plumbing connections. Pipes and pills. <laughs> Pipes and pills. Yeah, mushroom. Mario King. Mushroom King. <laughs> the mushrooms. Speaking of video games too, um we we talked a little bit the bushes on the overpass, but the just the way the color of them always reminds me of the background from Spring Yard Zone in Sonic the Hedgehog 1. Ooh, deep cut. Let <laughs> me get a look at these bushes. <laughs> and uh, my other note is just at the beginning of the movie, I love kind of does smug little smile. He's funny. Oh, at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, funny, funny like a clown? Because yeah. that's the other game. Oh, yeah, that's quite the smirk he's got. <laughs> The beginning of this minute. Yeah, he is a he's so smug and full of himself. Yeah, I'm a badass. <laughs> God, I love the sweat just flying off of the clown <laughs> yeah, leader too. Yeah. yeah, he's much more yeah. calm and collected than the clown guy. Although he's gritting his teeth as he uh, accelerates. Yeah, do like the little tiny mohawk the clown's got too. <laughs> How often do you think the uh, clown boss uses that trip odometer? Does he? Hold on. That we see on his on his caps where we see. Let me get a look at this dashboard again. <laughs> Is it called a dashboard on a motorcycle? I don't know. I have we, no uh, idea. we talked ah. we talked last minute that uh, me and Richard are not bike guys at all, so apologies to guys who are yeah, really yeah. into motorcycles because we don't know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, and there's gotta be some of them that are like, Yeah, this is one of those motorcycle movies. <laughs> right. I'm more into like hover bikes. So <laughs> Yeah. Get me to that uh, Exodus from the Underground Fortress. Okay. <laughs> you had your chance. Ivan. <laughs> so that slow zoom on the cops, I think, is uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, we see, I did notice just on the other cars that were, like, driving by, we see the red sports car has a Shinagawa license plate. So I, we'll see more license plates in, like, the the rest of the week. But these are typical, like, nearby wards of Tokyo so these are these are not fake fake place name license plates. Are you talking about the cars? Wouldn't that be in the old city though? Shinagawa? Yeah. I don't know. It's Neo Shinagawa. Neo Shinagawa. <laughs> it's, it's Neo Shinagawa. That's right. 
And then this is like a fish truck, like from the first, from GTA 3, maybe? I don't know. With the whale on the back? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. I like how they call the police Omowari, too. That's charming to me. What does that mean? Help this guy, Janelle. That's just like the uh, the the cute way, like the oh, Mister Patrolman kind of the uh, you like the, the bobbies, yeah, the bobbies. <laughs> is that I can't remember. Is that like what they at the beginning of My Neighbor Totoro when uh, the two girls are like driving up mm-hmm. to the new house and they hide when they see somebody like in a uniform and then like oh, it's not the cops. I th- and they're really do they call him a Mawadi? I think so. I can't it's- remember. It's more something a child would say than somebody in a biker gang. They would, I would feel like a biker gang would usually call them satsu. Yeah, is that like pigs or fuzz or basically? Yeah, yeah. it's just k satsu but shortened. The cops or the pigs. It's what criminals say. <laughs> no good nicks. Yaks. So this minute ends well before it ends with double vision. Just this pan up to this these like unfathomably large buildings <laughs> and uh this is what it is all about to me i mean it's all about so many things but large <laughs> this buildings. is one of the things that it's all about it's oh, yeah. just these rainbow colored city yeah just these gargantuan impossibly lo- like you can't even imagine what these buildings could be for they're so huge it's oh god it's so cool yeah like as it, it pans up i mean it's I'm, I'm, i'd be surprised if you guys didn't mention it last week but it's obviously big blade runner vibes in this movie Totally. Yeah. Which does predate this movie, right? Blade Runner was what, like 82? 82, I think, yeah. Yeah, but the comic would have been coming out right around the same time. Yeah. So, but I, yeah, I don't know if this type of imagery was like already there from the get go in the comic or if they let the Blade Runner type of aesthetic sort of. I think it's, uh, it's definitely like, Blade Runner inspired, I think. Yeah. And I'm sure the comic was. Probably like further whatever wasn't inspired by Blade Runner at the outset. Like it's hard. I mean, once you see Blade Runner, it looks so damn cool. Yeah. Like, why would you not want your sci-fi property to look like Blade Runner <laughs> too? <laughs> that's what everyone thought for decades. So yeah. Well, and they were right to do so. Yeah. Some people still think it's cool. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sick of it yet. So yeah. <laughs> keep it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, even before that, just like the city that the clown gang is riding towards, like in the other direction, that just—it looks like just this like mound That's of buildings. Even less, yeah, it looks less planned. That's more piled up. It, yeah, it's like if a mountain just had buildings. <laughs> it was just a mountain made out of buildings instead of you know rock. And there's some searchlights in that section of the city that the clowns are heading to. Yeah, badass. Uh, that see seems like kind of sonic the hedgehog esque. again it's a lot of sonic vibes in this minute <laughs> casino night zone or something like that right. chemical plant yeah that seems like a more fun <laughs> section of the city that the clowns are heading to than the where yeah, the cops that... came from or where these our, our heroes are going they're heading to the video game district i don't know they both look so fun and cool <laughs> i'm comparing them now yeah <sighs> neo tokyo love it yeah oh god it's so cool i'm I'm also grateful to just have a minute to talk about how cool Neo Tokyo is, man. It's absurd. <laughs> it's a shame this place is about to explode. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get a blurry Vespa. Who <laughs> is there a Vespa there? Let me, let me peep this Vespa. <laughs> is there a Vespa? There's some sort of scooter on the left. Oh, there is. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. An autobike, as they would say. Autobuy. Yeah. On the on the German podcast. Autobuy. They would say. <laughs> <laughs> so, eine Autobike. 
Yeah, that was the only, uh, before she moved to America, that was the only uh, driving license that my wife had was for one of those scooters. Ah. She would drive to the train station on our commute. The old uh, Gensky? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, whatever the, whatever you just said, yeah. <laughs> Moped, basically, yeah. Autobike, yeah. I used to have one of those licenses, so was that, too. The mods would use those, not the rockers, right? Was that... <laughs> exactly, that's right. Yeah, where's the Ginsky gang? I want to see them. <laughs> the Obasans. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody fucks with them. It's true. Yeah, we see we see another Coke can there. In yeah. the on the, the blurry alleyway. Yeah. Oh, we uh, we'll talk a lot about blurry alleyway tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Anything else for this minute, anybody? I think I'm good. No. Clowns forever. Yeah. Car 375. All right. More alley talk tomorrow. Can you guys uh, all make it back here for tomorrow? I know I can. I think I could do tomorrow. Wouldn't miss it. I'm your co-host, so I'll be here. See, let me... I need to... uh, Yeah, I need to check the bus schedule. I think it's... uh, We're on a reduced schedule these days, you know, so... Yeah, I should be able to make it as well. All right. We'll have more alleyway double vision talk. (laughs) Sure, lots of double talk about double visions. Foreigner or (laughs) we'll find out who has double vision (laughs) tomorrow here on Akira. 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 Akira.